0: and welcome to another big presentations podcast minicast now today we're going to do something a little bit different typically we're like okay up front here's what we're talking about this is what we're talking about this is an illustration that shows you that that this thing is true today we're going to start with the illustrations and i'll give you any context
1: right that's right right so let's let's think about some some a couple of people who they're they're so excited about this project that's going to make them some quick money okay so they they found a car that needs a lot of work right they also have a buyer for this car, but the buyer wants the car in 30 days. So they've got 30 days to get this thing up and going. And you know, it's a side project. They both right. have full time jobs. There's other stuff going on, responsibilities mm-hmm. that they have, but they've got to get this thing done in 30 days because that's when the buyer needs it. Right. So they have to set some priorities. What are they gonna
0: What are they gonna work on? Right, right. Okay. So they
1: think. Say, I don't know what. What would they think? What would be a the priority they might have in a situation like this?
0: I don't know. I guess it would depend on like what condition the car was in. So, like okay, for right, instance, right. like does it run? No, no, the car doesn't run. Okay, right, so right, the car right. doesn't run. Um, uh, let's see. What what are the things that seem to be big in car shows? Like, uh, how's the upholstery on the inside? Like, does does the upholstery is it serviceable? Ooh.
1: Yeah, let's say it's it's just okay. okay, it's it's okay. serviceable okay, on it's the end. Okay. But the outside uh-huh. doesn't look good. Okay. I mean, there's some some dents, okay. some scratches and okay. stuff. Um, not bad. Not bad. I mean, you could drive it. It'll pass inspection and all of that, right. but you don't look at it and go, that's a good looking it's car. It's not you flashy. At it go, yeah, it's not flashy. It's just a car. Okay. Gotcha. And then they have to set some priorities there, like upholstery. Well, it's okay. We're not as worried about that. What we really want It's for the outside to look awesome. Okay. So they go to work and invest time and money into making sure the outside of this thing is flashy. Okay, gotcha. Right, including like the, the wheels. You get okay. new wheels on it, you know, and new tires on it so that it, it just looks so good from the outside. Okay, okay, so I gotcha. Put all this work in and then they back up and this looks really good. But then they look at the calendar
0: hmm Mm-hmm.
1: And they got two days. Uh-oh. But two days isn't enough to deal with the rest of the stuff. Uh-oh. That That's going on. So when the customer shows up to get it, initially they're pretty excited. Yeah. You know, they see this thing. It looks so awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And the inside's okay, but the outside, <laughs> it's awesome. They can't wait to jump in. So they jump in, grab the keys, take it to the ignition, and... It doesn't start? And it won't even start. Oh, no. I mean, they're not going anywhere in this car. Uh oh. So that's our first
0: story. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little sad now. <laughs> I wanted this to work out somehow. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that didn't work out too good. Okay. So here's my story. Okay. So a political candidate has just been announced for a big office. Might not be okay. president, but a big office. You know, maybe like a senator or a mayor or governor or something like that. Okay. And it's time for him to to give a big speech. But part of what's going on through his head is like, I need to make sure that people view me as a family man. Okay, this it. is important. I mean, yeah. this is the United States we're talking about. This is important. You got to be a family man. So he has his his wife and his two year old right. come up on stage. Yeah, and like they wave. It's cute. They're like, aw. Then he starts giving his speech. They're still standing beside him oh, because they, you know, okay. like this is the stand by your man wow. moment. Right. Okay, and. During the middle of his speech, maybe a little closer to the beginning, the two-year-old gets down and starts running around the stage. Oh, so cute. Look at so them. cute. Two-year-old go. He'll run up to other people who are just sitting, you know, like special honored guests who were there, give them a hug. He's not doing anything bad. Uh, right. He's just being a two-year-old. Right, yeah. And that's why the speech ends. Nobody has heard anything he has to say <laughs> beyond the point that the kid got down because there was this... this much more interesting visually thing right, to watch yeah. that had nothing so to do with what he was saying.
1: Cute. So <laughs> cute. Okay, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Let's see, what's another like totally random? Oh, I got one. Okay, this is a, a real life story. Oh, it's personal now, right? Yeah, this is getting personal. So I was in my early twenties. Okay, we had purchased that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Shut up and. <laughs> my wife and I, before we had any kids, we had purchased our first house. Right, little cedar house. Uh, it was cute. It's cross fence with a barn. Yeah, great, mm-hmm. great place. But it was a little out of level. Okay, yeah. But we thought we could take care of this. We got this, sure. And so we got my dad over to help, and we got some some jacks, and uh, and of course this is before YouTube. Right. Way before this was before anybody even knew what the internet was. Right. this is way back there. But we thought we got this.
0: How hard could it be?
1: Yeah, right. You put jacks under the house, you jack it up, put new, you know, concrete little pads under there. We'll be good to go. Yeah. So we put the jacks at the corner, like where the where the floor, the uh-huh. horizontal, you know, floor. Meets the vertical outside wall. We okay. Jack's there. And okay. we just start going after it and going after it and going after. it. And then we start hearing some weird noises. Mm. We kind of get down where we can look up at it, see what's going on. And then we realize that the wall was starting to go out at an angle away from the floor.
0: That doesn't seem like a good thing. That was not good. That was
1: not a, a good memory. <laughs> I still get a little bit sick in my stomach just (laughs) thinking about what happened there.
0: I've invested a lot of money in this thing, and I'm breaking it. (laughs) I'm breaking it
1: right here. So that's the third. That's the third story that we got. So we're talking about slide development. Man, we're just scratching the surface. If you want to dive deep, then get the book, Big Presentations in Small Rooms. There's an entire section devoted just to things that your audience will see, including slideshows. So get a copy of the book at Amazon. You could get it in digital format, in print, or as an audiobook. Go to Amazon.com to get your copy. We'll put a link in the show notes. So, what's the point of all of these random stories about cars, political speeches, country
0: houses being destroyed by idiots? What uh, I'm okay. gonna guess this. All right. Does this have anything to do with with like presentation slides? Of course. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. First guess. You would think I knew this going into this or something.
1: (laughs) That's pretty good. So, yeah, we're talking about presentation slides. And as we were just sitting here talking about this concept, these stories started popping up because they serve as good illustrations of what can happen with a a slideshow. So let's go back to the story with the car. Mm -hmm. I mean, that car looked good. Right. Right. But it wasn't going to take you anywhere. No. Because there was no engine that was functional. That, that was functional. <laughs> they spent all of their time making the outside of this thing look good. Right. When the engine of it was shot. That's right if you've ever watched so you've watched some shows about people who do this type of work
0: right yes yes i mean there's there's plenty of them i mean there's some on netflix on discovery plus i mean they're everywhere i mean it's it's a you know it's fun to watch i mean you know even if you want to go back to like stuff like pimp my ride on mtv or something like they would put a lot of electronics and cool stuff but it had to run i mean that was like the most basic thing and if it didn't run then you failed you know it's a, it's a purpose of a car this is not a couch <laughs> this is not this is not a decorative piece to sit on your lawn. This is something that has to go from point A to point B. So while you want it to look good, obviously, it still has to function. And And if it doesn't function, then you fail. That's just all there is to it. Yes. So they always work on the inside as far as like, you know, the basics, like the the engine, the transmission, the brakes, all these things that will either take you nowhere or will get you killed along the way if they don't function (laughs) properly. You do that first and then you send it to paint, as they always say, we're going to send it to paint and then they'll put, you know, a really slick paint job on it. But the paint job doesn't mean much. If the car doesn't run, because it is a lawn ornament, a very expensive lawn ornament if it doesn't run.
1: Excellent. Good, good. And some people, they hear they have a presentation coming up, and Mm -hmm. they automatically start thinking about slides. That's right. That's like the paint on the outside, you know? (laughs) And they spend so, some of them will spend so much time thinking about the slides that they haven't really developed their content. Right. Right. Everything they got's just what's on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Then they're out of time. <laughs> and so they, they've got this PowerPoint that may even look really good, but that car has no engine. <laughs> and sometimes it has no brakes. <laughs> it doesn't know when to stop. It doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> so they end up failing in the project because they put... What should have been last first, they should have built the engine first, got that up and going well, and then thought about any visuals as a last
0: thing, send it to paint last. That's right. Because in the end, if you have no slides whatsoever, but you get you have a well thought out message and you can deliver it well, it'll still get you there. Right. Yeah. And ultimately at the end of the day, that's kind of what you care about.
1: Right. That's right. That's right. And some people, I mean, they don't need a slide deck at all. That's right. They have such a great presence. They explain things well. Things are clear. There's not a need for any kind of big graph or anything behind them. So they can get the job done, do a great job of it, get from point A to point B in a way that sounds great and looks great because they, as a presenter, look good as they do what they're doing. All right. So that. That's the first story. So our second story, oh, yeah, the political
0: figure. <laughs> well, and and this is kind of similar, but in a slightly different direction, because in the end, the visual was interesting. The visual right. was not bad. Right. So it, cute. It was so cute, you know, and I feel like I've seen this before, especially like I feel like I've seen this it at is. church. Right. You know, like they'll be get, making some big point, but then they'll show like the cutest baby or a baby panda, you know, it's like, and they're like, and sometimes it can be like this, and you're like, well, that's great. I'm not thinking about anything you're saying for the next five minutes. like I'm just thinking about that baby panda. That's so cute. It's so cute. And so you have to be careful that your slides will complement what you're saying right? and not completely distract from what you're saying, even if it's (laughs) – I mean, it could be the best slide ever on a visual standpoint. Right. But if it's so good that that's all you're looking at and all you're thinking about, you're not hearing any of the content. Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, so you want to think, what are they going to walk away remembering? If all they can remember is the cute panda, you lost, you messed up. That's right. Because they did not remember your message. So what we're saying is thought needs to go into your presentation so that it supports what you're saying and doesn't in any way, either due to the cuteness and high quality of the image Mm -hmm. or due to the fact that it's. So unorganized that it looks like a toddler did it. Either, either way, you lose. If they walk away thinking about an image more than thinking about your message, then you messed up. So pay attention to what people come up to you and talk about afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's a good cue for you. If they come up to you and talk about a specific image on a slide, you messed up. Yeah. If they come up wanting to talk about the content of your message, then you've done well. If they have a question about the content that shows they've been listening, you've done well. If they're angry about the content, <laughs> offended in ways that shows they were listening, <laughs> then you've done well. <laughs> but if they come up and want to talk about the cute panda, yep, your message was just lost in the bamboo. <laughs> Okay, so our third one. Our third one was about... The house. The house. Oh, man, that was, that was painful. Now, see, we had this powerful set of tools... Right. ...that we could use to lift a house. That's right. And it was so powerful. And we were so uneducated <laughs> on how to use that powerful tool. And as a result, we almost destroyed our house. Now, thankfully... We were able to salvage the situation. It took some sledgehammers and a lot of sweat and readjusting the position of of those jacks. But we were able to get the house put together and get it leveled. But it was a humbling experience to realize that an uneducated use of powerful tools could cause a lot of damage or at least a lot of stress before you can fix that damage. And same thing's true of using slides. They are truly powerful tools. They can help or they can cause a lot of damage. Yeah. And there's times when you need to just step back and measure again, look again, and see if those jacks are even necessary.
0: Right. I think I can remember more bad slides in presentations than, than I can remember good slides. Not because there were more of them, right? but because they're more memorable. And it's bad that it sticks with you. But, you know, it's like if you're in doubt and you're like, I don't know if this works or not, I would say well, leave it out. Yeah, just leave it out. When in doubt, leave it
1: out. <laughs> because you might have big regret if you don't. That's right. So next week, we're going to talk more about slide development. We'll laugh some more, and and we will give you some guiding concepts that can help you choose well so that your presentation gets from point A to point B, so your presentation does not look like a toddler put it together for you and does not serve as the same distraction that a toddler running around the stage would And allows you to make decisions that prove that you know how to use the tools that you're applying to your presentation. So stick around. We're going to help you make big presentations in small rooms. So what do you think? Could your organization benefit from a big presentations training? Man, it just makes my day every time I hear a ding on my email inbox asking for more information about the Big Presentations trainings. This is where I can come in and do a live training that equips you and your employees to be able to make big presentations in small rooms. So what are your needs? What are the struggles that you're facing? What are the goals you want to achieve? I bet a Big Presentations training can help you get there. You can contact me at Mike at MRG dot com. That's Mike at MRG dot com, and we'll get you set up for a training.